Hey, this is Meredith's husband. I've got some SEO advice for you, but I'm going to keep it really simple so that you can understand it, so it makes sense, and most importantly, so you can actually use it. Hello. How are you? Well, thanks. How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, what's what's happening with you? What's this week been like? Oh my gosh, this is a crazy week. I took too many shoots. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to say no, and so now I'm I'm just pretty much in front of my computer day in and day out, mm-hmm. and just thinking of work. I mean, it's, I'm usually always thinking of work, but yeah, yeah. it's a it's a very busy week. It's, How about you? Um, same. Starting a new, just started a new project, and it's um, it's a real. It's a handful. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a glimpse into what, what I, some some of the things I do day to day. Yeah, I would like to know that actually. <laughs> well, I've, I think I've I've probably told you a little bit about this one, but yes, this one, yeah. But so we just started this project, and we're doing the on-site SEO. So we're doing we're using SEMrush, starting with a lot of the same stuff that I've talked about here, and so we've found in doing that they have almost a hundred thousand URLs that Google has identified, but said, yeah, we're not going to put these in search results because they're a mess. So the next few months for me are going to be identifying and fixing close to 100,000 URLs. Well, actually, oh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be identifying the individual URLs. I'm going to be identifying the causes of those technical problems. So hopefully, you know, there, are, there will be single issues that we could fix that might clear up, I don't know, 10,000 errors or something. <laughs> wow. Anyway, that's what I'm looking forward to the next few months. It's kind of like untangling string. Yes, uh, very much. And we don't even know like how long the rope is, what's inside this ball of string. Maybe there's like a ball of rusty nails. We have no idea what's inside, really. You'll be excavating your way in. What are we talking about today? Uh, So this week... Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, how to how you can steal some of your competitor secrets. What? So yeah, I think this is this is the kind of stuff that I think it starts SEO starts to get kind of cool when you get past the the, the like the foundation, like I just talked about. Fixing a hundred thousand URLs is not a lot of fun, right. uh, but it's stuff like this that can be more interesting and engaging. Mm. But we're going to look at links. We've talked about links probably on every single episode, uh, yeah. but we're going to go a little bit. A little bit deeper in how you how you how you start to think about these and how you go about actually building links once you realize that they are important and that's what you are that's what you want to do. So let's say let's take you for example. So you're a children's photographer in Brooklyn. So you want to rank just off the top of your head. You know, yeah, I want to rank for the keyword children's photography in Brooklyn or photographer Brooklyn. So you go to Google and you do a search and you see these other sites that are there. So how did they get there, and how can you do the same thing? If you're not already there, so your on-site SEO, which is one thing we've talked about, will will help you do that. But that alone is not going to do it. You're going to need need to build links. So you can go to Semrush. Semrush can be do can Semrush can do a lot more than what we've already talked about. But you can go to Semrush and you can say, I want to know where this website is getting their links, and you type in their URL, and it will spit back a bunch of results about where that website is getting their links. And that, for the top-ranked websites, this is going to be kind of the leading indicator of, of, you know, how did they get there? Where are they getting their links? How good are their links? But you don't want to steal it from them. You're not, st- you're not stealing. Okay. You're, you're, that was, that maybe that, that would, because that seemed a little devious. I don't like the devious part. No. Healthy competition, 
Sure. Okay, let's say you're gathering competitor intelligence. There we go. Much, much more like a spy. Yeah, you're just gathering up public information. Okay, that's that's better. But it I helps like you, it helps you see, it can help you see what they're doing. Can I wear a cape? You know, whenever you want, you can wear a cape. <laughs> so I'm gonna actually share my screen. Ooh. I'll put a link below. So if you want to watch along, you can you can watch this, although it's it's not gonna be necessary. So once you go to SEMrush, you'll probably see, uh, actually, the screen that you see after login will always change depending on your personal settings. Uh, but usually once you log in, you'll have up at the top or in the middle somewhere, there will just be a box where you can enter a domain, URL, a keyword, anything like that. If you do that, you can enter any website there. So you can go to your, you know, whoever ranks number one. Yeah. Uh, for your keyword. And even if you don't have the URL, if you don't know what uh, websites you want to check, SEMrush can actually help you just type in your keywords and, and it will start to say, these are the competitors you want to look at. Really? Yeah, that's a little deeper and it's it's not really necessary because if you just have a, you know, you're a business owner, you probably have an idea of how people would find you online. So you just yeah, do that. You just Google it. You, you may already, you may already know exactly what competitors seem to show up a lot in Google, in which case you just type their URL Got it. But you type their URL in and that'll come back. It'll give you some information. It'll give you an authority score of the website, some organic search traffic insights. Uh, but what we're going to look at here is backlinks. So there's a category called backlinks. They might give two numbers back, the number of backlinks and the number of referring domains. Mm -hmm. Referring domains is actually the more important of the two, because that's going to be the actual website that is providing a link. And we don't need to know about the authority. That doesn't mean anything. Uh, well, that's kind of the overall, I'll get into that in a second. That's kind of okay. just the overall link authority that SEMrush assigns to individual websites. Hmm. So what that means is, hey, does this website have uh, three or four other incoming links of their own? Or do they have 400,000? And do those links come from good websites or bad websites? So all that sort of goes into the authority score. So that will be important in a, in a second, and I'll show you why. I didn't mean to jump ahead. Oh, that's okay. So in this case, we're looking at the individual backlinks. So let's say we were looking at uh, your competitor. In this case, I'm looking at actual my old website. Mm -hmm. uh, so we can see some incoming links. So what you want to do is you want to look at these, and you want to first say, uh, where are these links coming from? Mm -hmm. In some cases, you'll be able, they might be a website where you can go and get your own link. Maybe it's a website where where people can comment or it's a forum and those links are followed. Maybe it's something like a uh, some sort of website where you can set up your own profile. Uh, huh. Those are fairly easy. A are those lot good when, 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 when there are places that say like set up your own profile here with uh, photographers, blah, blah? Well, it always depends, but uh, yeah. often I'm, a lot of times, no. A lot of times, if a lot of times, if they're doing that, what's happening today is websites are doing that, like the company that sent you that email. Yeah. Okay. Like, hey, sign up and, and we'll link to you. What they're going to do is they're going to no follow that link. They're going to try to mask it from search engines and they're just trying to get their own traffic so that then later they might be able to charge you for your profile or, or sell advertising or they're, they're trying to make money somehow. Right. Uh, so well, often, clearly. often it's not, it's not worthwhile. Sometimes it is though. It, it really depends on the site. Uh, what do you mean by no follow? So you can tell Google when you have a link on your website to another website, mm -hmm. you can, you, there are some directives that you can give to Google. You can say, uh, Hey, 
this is a nofollow link. Don't pay attention to this. This is not something I want to vote for in terms of search engine ranking and things like that. Mm-hmm. If you're, say, linking to a, a login page for something, you would say, hey, right. this is no follow. This is not supposed to be a page in search engines. So just kind of, hey, Google, skip over this. Now, whether or not Google actually does skip over, yeah, that's up to Google. There, I think does a Google lot listen of, to you or do we listen to Google? Yeah, there there is some discussion around this, around yeah. how much weight Google gives to this. Right. Uh, but Google does say, they do say, do this. Uh, and there's there's some other directives. You can say, hey, this is a, an advertising link, or this is a user-generated link, meaning like something, it's it's a comment or something. Users generate these links. So they are going to get lesser weight than if we write a blog about something and link link to another website that way. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Now you're you're just trying to provide Google some instructions. I I seriously doubt that Google reads your instructions and just takes them 100% at, you know, does whatever right. you say, but right. they uh, they, you know, they're the ones who created the instructions, so yeah, they well. probably do pay attention to them at least a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, you can look at your competitor links and you can get an idea of maybe some some of the ones that you can go get yourself. And you might find these websites like we started building local links uh, with WhiteSpark. Mm-hmm. They might be things like that. A lot of times they might be like, um, you know, another, a blog, a media company, somebody who's writing a story about something and they link to a, a you know, a resource on one of your competitor sites. Those so are. How about you go get doing that? Well, you can see, you know, I've had clients where, you know, where I say, hey, this is where your competitors are getting your links. And I list a few websites and they say, oh, hey, I know somebody who works there. I can just email them and have them link to me. You never know. Oh. Often what is going to happen is you're going to see, oh, hey, this this website. So I'm looking at my screen here. I'm looking at the very first link. Uh, it's it's from a website called uh, S-C-O-L-I-U-M. I don't, I don't really know how to pronounce that. I don't even know what this is, but this website has an authority score of 62. So that's pretty good. So that link yeah. is valuable. So if I were to click through here, I might find a number of things. Perhaps it's a link okay. to my... Mm-hmm. You have to say that all again, because it sounded like you were being abducted by an alien. That's unfortunate. When did, <laughs> when did, the, when did the aliens arrive? What was I talking about? Okay, so... Let me let me back up. So I'm yeah, looking at the I'm, I'm I'm looking at a at a valuable link here. So this link might go to my blog, one of my one of my old blog resources that I created, and this this website here, uh, SEOlium, might say, "Hey, this is a really cool thing. Check this out." Hmm. If that's the case, that's those are when we talked about blogging for SEO. And yeah. one of the reasons you want to blog is to create resources rather than articles, yeah. so that those resources attract links. Yeah. This would be an example of that. And this is, this, is, this is why I call this stealing secrets from your competitor. You start to see, hey, what, what blogs and what resources have my competitors created yeah. that have enabled them to attract these links? Right. And this is, this is the gathering. Into, it's why I call stealing because it's not, it's, you know, they don't put this on their website. They might not even know, to this, know this themselves. Right. Yeah. Um, but this is, you can say, oh, hey, my competitor is ranked number one. And one of the reasons is they created these, you know, two or three resource blogs yeah. that have gotten a lot of inbound links. So they're very yeah. valuable. 
That's the, so then how can I do something similar with my own site? Can I do something exactly the same? Can I improve it? Can I do something a little different for my, my own niche? Um, and then that starts to give you ideas of, of how you, how you're going to build your own resources, which we've discussed in the, in a previous episode. That's a lot of work. It is, but worth it. You know, you don't, there's no, like, there's no definitive action plan here. You don't, there's not a whole bunch of steps. You can look at these and just, you know, it's going to be informative. And a lot of these links, you're probably going to look at and think, yeah, I can't get something like that. That's just luck. Or, you know, there's, you're, you might be looking at websites that have thousands of incoming links. If you can find just two or three that you think, oh yeah, I can go get those relatively easy. And you want to find links that you can get that are relatively easy. You know, the easier, the better. Uh, Unfortunately, very often the links that are really easy to get are also not the most valuable, but this just gives you a sense more than just, hey, links are really important and you need links. This will give you a sort of glimpse into what kind of links and what are your competitors doing internally inside their office. They they decide to write a blog about something and some of those are going to be effective for them and some won't. This will give you a glimpse and you'll be able to start to see which what things are effective, what yeah. things are attracting the most links, what yeah. things are ultimately leading to those number one rankings. This is, this is how you get started along that path. And it can be, it can be, it can be a lot of work. This is the part of SEO that is ongoing. Yeah. So your, your on-site SEO, like I'm going to fix a hundred thousand links with this or a hundred thousand pages with this website in the next three months. Once that's done, it's done. Right. The ongoing, then we'll move into how can we continue to build SEO month over month over month for the short, mid and, and long-term? How are we going to do that? And there yeah. are, there are a couple different ways you can go about this inside of SEMrush. There is, like I said, once you log in, you can just type the name of a URL and it will start to spit back this information. Uh, there's also, if you want to go a little bit deeper over on the left-hand side, there's uh, in this, in a section called link building, there is a backlink audit. And it's this, it's just like the on-site audit that we did, except it's not auditing your on-site SEO, it's auditing your backlinks. What, what's the difference just again, I'm sorry, between backlinks and other links? Links. Yeah. Those two backlinks and links are the same thing. They're, oh, the, ter- the terms are. Some say link and some says backlinks. That's I, I, yeah. It's the same thing. It, okay. it's, it's, it's those two phrases. Those two words are used interchangeably. Technically they are backlinks, um, but you know, links is just a, a shortened phrase that I think people inside the industry started using because saying backlinks all the time just takes up so much time. It takes up an enormity of time and space. Yeah. Um, So same thing. And I will, I will put a link directly to the backlink backlink? audit, the backlink audit tool (laughs) uh, so that you can go directly there. And I think it's something that you can do even with a free SEMrush account. And I also, I do want to mention when, when I link to SEMrush, that's an affiliate link. I just want to be totally transparent. Okay. And I know that, you know, because I've told you, but would you like to know what affiliate links are just in case? Yeah. Yes, please. Okay. Good idea. Hey, what are affiliate links? Right. (laughs) Affiliate (laughs) links. You know, when you do a Google search and you come across those articles that are like, Hey, the top 10 of software that do X, Y, Z. And then it has a little paragraph about 10 different things or three different things and why why they're great, the pros and cons, and then it links to them. 
Yeah. Well, when you follow those links, those are affiliate links. So let's, let's say I go and I want to do, I want to find out how I can do invoicing for my photography business. And I find an article that talks about, I don't know, 17 hats and some of the other solutions. I follow the link to 17 hats and I actually buy it. A small percentage of what I pay to 17 hats is going to go to you as an affiliate. It's an affiliate commission. When you see these these articles like this that have just a bunch of affiliate links, typically why they are created, they're just affiliate marketing engines. And the reason that they're recommending those 10 or five uh, solutions is because those are the ones they can make money from. Yeah, yeah. Oftentimes photographers will will will, will do, you know, these this this is my gear and yes, yes I make a small percentage. Sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Same thing. And they will link to, you know, uh B and H or Amazon or wherever they buy it, and you can buy it, same thing. Um that is more, I think, uh the that's the right way to use affiliate links. That's like I'm recommending SEMrush. I'm gonna yeah. recommend SEMrush no matter what, whether they have an right. affiliate link or not. I use it every day. Because they have an affiliate link, I'm going to include it. If you choose to use that link, great. Like it, we get a small percentage, helps us do this. It costs nothing to you. So ideally, same price. If people, oh, it is. That's my question. It's the same price. So might same as price. well. Yeah. So if, yeah, us. if you appreciate the podcast, which is free, by the way, and mm-hmm. I hope I'm giving away some valuable information. If you use an affiliate link, then it sends me five bucks or 10 bucks or two bucks or whatever it is, a percentage of whatever you buy. Now, a lot of things I'm recommending don't have affiliate links. Google, Mm -hmm. obviously, all the tools I recommend with Google, they don't have affiliate links. WhiteSpark doesn't have affiliate links. Um, So I'm still going to recommend them. I'm I'm only recommending the things that I use, the things that I like, the things that I recommend. I'm not going to- nobody is endorsing you to or paying. No, 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 no. Uh, so, when they do, when they do, that'll be a sponsor. Okay. So my, my question is, so for example, if you are on a, a page and let's say a photographer is recommending 17 hats, um, and you click on their site and you go to 17 hats, mm-hmm. um, buy something, then that person gets a percentage. It's if you took the link from that person and copied it yourself, Mm-hmm. onto Google and found it a different way, mm-hmm. you'd mm-hmm. still be paying the same amount of money. Same. Um, uh, yes. But the person who actually helped you find it doesn't, doesn't... get anything. Okay. Correct. And I used to do that, to be honest. I used to do that. I would see an affiliate link and I'd be like, I don't want to follow affiliate links because of the reason I explained a lot yeah. of websites are just designed and they just recommend things where they make right. the most money. So I, was, right. so I, I didn't, I don't appreciate that. I still don't. Yeah. Um, but now, but now, but, but if it's authentic, if somebody, you know, a lot of times I'll read, I'll look at a review on YouTube and they say, yeah. Hey, my affiliate link is in the description. If the, right. if the person went through the trouble of making a video and I gives agree. me an idea. Yeah. Like it costs me nothing. It costs me nothing. Yeah. Right. And it's a way to thank them and support them yeah. for giving you this information. That makes yes. sense. That makes yeah. sense. Yes. So I support Nikon. Okay. <laughs> Are you expecting a free camera from Nikon to arrive? Because <laughs> you know Nikon's listening to this. <laughs> yeah, I just got off the phone with Nikon and they said, uh, oh, okay. Meredith's husband, it would be great if you could just mention us. Right? It'll be a while before Nikon is sending us anything. Yeah, yeah but I'm sure it's AI is out there. Yeah. Anyway, so I'll put a link directly to the backlink audit tool in SEMrush. Okay. So you can go check it out. Awesome. 
Awesome. And also, also SEMrush, I think I've mentioned, SEMrush is like a hundred bucks a month. It's totally right. worth it. It's worth it many times over. But you can all, I also, I have a blog, which I also link that shows how you can sign up for SEMrush. They have a free trial. And at the end of your free trial, you can convert it to a free plan, which is not published on their website. Oh, yeah, that's a good bonus. Yeah, it, it has limitations. You can't, you know, you can't do a bunch of projects and track thousands of keywords and some right. of the tools are limited, but to get started, it's valuable. It's it's not bad. And none of the other SEO tools that I know of, at least the professional tools, have any sort of free plan. They're all paid and they all start at around hundred bucks a month. I'll click through your link. That's not, that sounds kind of dirty. I'll That's click yes. And then you're also just <laughs> you're you're you'd be spending our money so that we could get a commission. Let's just <laughs> we can we can keep our money. I'm I'm already spending a lot of money on some rush. It's it's more than hundred bucks a month. I'm sure. So we don't we don't need to do that. Excellent. Thanks. So what do you think? Does that all make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. You know, my brain is so slow and I glaze over very, very quickly. This this is a new, this is a very new concept. And this is, you know, I, I kind of feel like saying links are important and your on-site SEO is important. Yeah, that's kind of the surface. But this year you're starting to get, you're scratching beneath the surface and saying, oh, what kind of links and how is this really done? What's the strategy involved? Yeah, uh, so yeah, I if, think my, my question is always, okay, how do I get the links? I write to somebody, I ask them, like, that's my question. How you get, when you say, oh, you see, they got the link. So now you go and get yours. Then mm-hmm. that's sometimes, where I sometimes, question, sometimes, right? yeah. Sometimes, like I said, sometimes you can get links just by going into a forum and setting up a profile and, and leaving comments. Right. That sort of thing will become evident once you start looking at these links. Sometimes oh. you might need to set up a profile with all your business information. Sometimes you might, yeah, you might need to write to a blogger and say, hey, would you link to me? Or, you know, you need to, you need to find some reason why it would right. be beneficial. Yeah. People, trust me, bloggers get these offers all the time. So. Uh, you need to offer them something. You need to say, hey, I have something that's going to, that you can offer to your readers. It's going to make your website better for your users. It's going to make your users happy. I created this resource. Again, this is why we create resources rather than blogs. I created this resource that I think your readers would appreciate and they Mm -hmm. may or may not agree and they might link to you. You can't really, obviously you can't force somebody to link to you. Uh, It's worth an ask. If it's something yeah. you also find interesting. Yeah. And I think okay. I, I think uh, one trick, I think it's important to ask bloggers or other influencers or whoever you're asking, can you share this with your users? Can you share this with your followers? Not, can you provide a link? Can you link to my website? Say, right. hey, would you mind sharing this? If they want to share it on their Facebook group, cool. If they want to share it on their blog, cool. Do you want to share this? That's a much better way to ask than can you put a link from your website to my website? That's right. it's just a totally different question. So so if you're in a, a Facebook group and somebody says, oh, what are some, are they CRTs? Is that what they're called? CRTs? What are the, the things that C-T-A's? you want, like 17 hats? CRVs? There's a cute word letter for it. Oh, CRMs. 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 Yes. Crumbs. So if somebody wants to know crumb and they're like, which one should I do? And if I then say, oh my gosh, I use 17 hats. They've been really, really useful and I've been appreciative of them. Am I then creating a link, a backlink for 17 hats in the Facebook group? 
Yeah, Facebook is a little different because a lot of those groups are private, so they're gated. So Google is not indexing things in a oh, private group. Okay. And a lot of, you know, there's a lot of areas of Facebook that are going to be gated. Anything that's private, Google is not going to have access to. Got it. Okay. To be okay. honest, they probably, if they want access, Google, they probably have no, access, kidding. but yeah. uh, they're not, they're not going to use okay. those for any sort of indexing, uh, any sort of rankings information is not going to come from inside a okay. private Facebook. Okay. Group. All right. That makes more sense. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything so, else? I think that's, I think that's kind of a lot. Is that, that's, is a lot, is that, that's yeah. probably a lot that's, to think about. That's definitely a lot to process. Yeah. So okay. take that, run with it, or run. maybe crawl with it. Or just dip your toe in the water. See how it feels. Get your feet wet. Yes. Okay. If you have questions, let us know. Let yeah. me know. Oh, I oh. have an announcement. Oh. I created an Instagram page for Meredith's you husband. You did? Yeah. So you can now, I think it has one post on it. It'll have more. I'll do more. But you can send messages via Instagram too. You can direct messages. What is what is the... Meredith's husband. Oh, right. Meredith's husband. And is husband. it with apostrophe or just one word? All one word, no, okay. no hyphens, no apostrophes, just Meredith's husband. Oh, I did, I did see it, and I said I shared it on my page. I think it has a, I think it has the first thirty seconds from our th- first episode. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But you need a picture on it. Yes, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I, it'll, it's coming. Let me tell you a little bit about marketing, oh right. husband of mine. All right, all right, <laughs> that'll be fun. All right, thank you so much for listening. Bye, Appreciate everybody. It. Bye. Hey. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, We really hope that you find this helpful and useful. And if you do, what you could do for us as a thanks would be to... Drumroll, please. Yes, leave a review. Yes, everybody says it. I know, but it really does make a difference. Take three seconds. Leave as many stars. Say something really nice about what you like about the podcast and maybe why other people would like it. It would mean the world to us, especially my husband. That better? All right, I'm going to try one where I'm not going to be charming.